Hi, this is Brendan Davis from Bedrock Blog and Bedrock Games, and I'm here with Adam Balderstone, and we are talking about Babylon 5, Season 5, the final three episodes. So this is Objects in Motion and Objects at Rest, which is like the, that's like the actual end, and then the, and then the sort of epilogue episode, Sleeping in Light. Um, so, uh, Adam, why don't you walk us into this? What's, uh, what's yeah. Objects in Motion about? Objects in Motion. Uh, this is a episode where uh, Number One shows up from Mars and reveals there's a plot to assassinate Garibaldi and Lise. And uh, so, based on you know coming from the, the corporation that they're running now, uh, we've also got uh, Jakar plot. One of uh, Jakar's obsessive uh, fans is. Uh, planning to kill him because he's not pure enough and uh jakar and lita are getting ready to leave forever and go off into uh wherever go off and have their own own you know their own own uh spin-off series that we never actually see and uh oh go ahead i'm sorry i was just about to ask you so why'd you think of this one i mean i like this episode number one i i enjoyed seeing number one again um, and I, yeah. and, and, and it was her voice that like, I, I was like, that voice is familiar. And it was, uh, I thought, I thought that was good. She also, something about, she's, she's like not a resistance leader. So something about her costuming, it, it, it took me a second to, I was like, wait, is that an, another actress just trying to act like number one? It, it kind of took nope. me a moment, but, uh, but then I realized, oh, they just did her hair different or something. And, uh, <laughs> and so I thought it was, uh, I thought that was a nice touch. I thought. I think it was was I don't know if it was this episode or the next episode where she and Franklin have dinner and stuff, but uh, it's this episode I think it, where she has the dinner I, I believe. Okay, but it you know it wasn't it wasn't exactly uh, it, it doesn't exactly sort of act as closure for the Franklin storyline, but it, I don't know I just thought it was a nice a nice. Well, it's funny I didn't remember she came back at all during the previous episode. You know, we talked about her. We talked about her and Franklin and blah 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 and all of that. And so it was really funny her popping up again. I'm like, oh wow, she's actually she does come back, and there is a kind of a thing with Franklin. But it's like we say Franklin is in a position where he absolutely needs somebody in his life. Was something we were talking about, you know, the. Uh, the other day and i was like this this episode like verified everything we yeah. said in the previous podcast and, and yeah and, and i did i did like yeah that, that was funny um I, I i i liked the sort of dueling assassination plot um I, yeah i had quibbles so i felt that i would have preferred that the guy who assa- tried to assassinate jakar was doing it because he disagreed with jakar rather than he was an uber fan of jakar um that yeah. the only reason why it felt odd to me was it was a little too Hollywood, like a little too sort of I don't know, like like it felt like not Hollywood. That's the wrong word. It felt very much part of our time, like this I like just the sort of you know the celebrity assassin, um, like like I know that it's it's totally plausible that there would be a celebrity assassin in the future. I just I kind of thought it would be more satisfying for me if if it was like a guy who really disagreed with Shakar. And 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 wasn't somebody he just kind of like, who was so excited about Jakar and he and he, and he just got really mad because Jakar wasn't giving him the time of day. Um, it was yeah. It's, maybe it, I don't know. It's it's tricky because I mean ultimately it's the celebrity status that's that's making Jakar leave. So it's like this is kind of by having him be a celebrity fan type is kind of 
it fits into that narrative of I, I just can't be around these people well, anymore. You know what I think uh, it was? So when you have like that obsessive kind of character, you almost need like a character study leading into it. Do you know what I mean? Like you need like yeah, a taxi driver yeah. type storyline. And this guy just kind of just kind of arrived and there if i think if i had had a couple of episodes of him sort of like worshiping jakar in his in his room you know like like yeah like just, you, and you, he should have he should have been part of those scenes that they did where you did have jakar sitting around with his followers that would have been better yeah yeah then it would have been like oh it's that guy like that then it would have had more impact but because it was it was so out of just sort of like they needed it for this episode um and maybe you maybe, knew maybe was he going, showed up but... earlier and i didn't see him but no, I don't think so. But yeah, I remember the first scene you see him in this episode. You're like, oh, it's the crazy fan. He's yeah. going to do something terrible now. Yeah. And yeah, yeah which is not the most satisfying way to handle and, it. And it. And it was a fine episode. I'm not like attacking it. I just think it mm-hmm. would have been it would have been more enjoyable if he had been um, uh, if we had seen that guy go from being like a what seemed like a regular fan to being an upset. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, like see it intensify over time. Um but uh, but but again, it wasn't a really big part. It was like an additional assassin to complicate things. So I'm probably over being overly critical. Um, yeah, but... I mean, most mostly this episode is about saying goodbye to Lita, Jakar, Garibaldi, and Lise. It's kind of the Jakar, you know, well, and Jakar, of course. But, uh, yeah, I have yeah. to say this. It really is kind of like a winding down. It's not. Um, it's a totally different approach than I was expecting. Um, yeah, but. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, I, I I liked that I liked that story. I I I felt so. Here's what I kind of liked about the Garibaldi thing. They don't really resolve his alcoholism thing. They don't like you. You assume that that's probably going to get taken care of. But the job that he's going to, he could probably be an alcoholic and be just fine. It's not like it's not it the he he the the issue is with him on Babylon Five. It's such a high stakes job that. Yeah. You know, a, a slipping up for one day could could ruin everything. Uh, the the position he has on Mars, I could sort of see him surrounding himself by competent people, and and if he if he has personal issues, it won't necessarily get in the way of him running that company. So, oh yeah, and he's he's the owner of the company too, so you can always you know you, you put you put a good CEO in, you put in a good board of directors, which is something we see later, and that's like you know you. You could be a little more hands off in that job. It's, uh, so it it felt like a plausible landing for him, like that. It was like, yeah. okay, he's not, you know, he's not going to jump back into the role that he had. That this makes this makes a lot of sense. Um, and uh, and yeah, and and also there's not, you know, you don't. I mean, we, you know, in the, in the final episode, it seems like he's, you know, things work out for 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 him and Lise, but maybe not because all we know is that he has a daughter. We don't know that you know, that they're still together, right? So Oh we do. They mention her. She's she's just out, you know, Frank Lance. Oh, okay. oh where's Lise? And, All right, I missed that. She, I missed that. So Yeah. Um, they they just couldn't get her on hand, I guess, for that episode. And and but, I, uh, I I thought uh number one becoming the head of the intelligence for the Interstellar Alliance was a was a good move. I like that a lot. Yeah, in the following episode too. It's like where you actually see her in the job for one scene. It's like, yeah, shit, that was just that was perfect. Perfect. In, in fact, I'm gonna say I think she's gonna make a better uh, head than uh, than Garibaldi did. Um, no, no question in my mind. Yeah. No question at all. <laughs> and so, um, so yeah. So I don't know. Any other thoughts on this episode? Uh, it was pretty oh. simple story, really. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's 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 a well done one. I, uh, it's a good good you know nice nice goodbye to Jakar. And Jakar gets his nice little speech that he gives to uh, to Sheridan there, and uh, about the part of him that's leaving and the part that's staying. That's a a nice moment. But yeah, I, I I'm ready to move on to the next episode. And I did I did like Zach's moment with the um, I forget what you call it, but the patch that everybody has on their hands, like the metallic. Uh, mm. link i think it's a comm link is that what it is that bonds with yeah him? yeah uh i like that he he sort of broke the case because the guy the guy was using like a a magnetic link as a replacement and and it and it was sticking to the or no it, was, it wasn't magnetic was, it was glue was adhesive yeah, yeah. It was adhesive and they don't use adhesive so i thought that was that was a, a pretty clever uh moment um yeah so the next one is objects at rest so why don't you uh uh bring us in on that one yeah, well, this is the one where Sheridan and Delenn leave Babylon 5, and, uh, and Franklin, for that matter, too. And uh, uh, it's also the one where Lanier makes his big betrayal moment, which uh, is always a controversial moment in the show. So, so what did you think of that? Well, I want to ask you, what do you think of that? I want to know what your opinion is first. Normally, we do it the other I, way, but I'm, I'm, in, I'm interested. Yeah, I, I, you know, I didn't remember this part of the show very well, so I, I couldn't remember. I, I had a vague idea of what was going to happen, but I mean, it being, you know, it, I, I'm glad at least it was something where Lanier made this momentary bad choice and then turned around. That that makes it bearable. If it, like it just been Lanier doing it, I would have been completely unacceptable. I just would have, but uh. But yeah, seeing it again and being like, okay, well, he does turn around. I mean, it's still, it's still a very odd thing for Lanier to do. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm honestly, I, 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 I'm, a, I'm a little uh, undecided on how I feel about the whole thing. So I feel like number one, I, I feel it was an odd moment because it was really on impulse, and it was uh, yeah. And it kind of came out of nowhere. There was just sort of like a leak on the ship. Like it was, it was very sort of out of the blue. Um, I feel though that they've been laying the groundwork for it for quite some time. Yeah, so yeah. I I don't feel that it's like a. I I feel like it's not out of character at this point. It's definitely out of character for Lanier from the very beginning. Like he wouldn't have done this three seasons ago, but he's gone down a dark path. And like I I think one thing that we that. Like he's changed as a character due to the is it the on the shock training is that the name of the yeah um, that's clearly had an impact on him and I think that you can't I mean that's like it's like it's like the equivalent of like somebody going to boot camp or going to you know like you know becoming like going to like becoming a boxer and train you know what I mean like it's it's like that kind of transformative process and so you I don't think you change a person through that kind of process without making them capable of things that they weren't capable of before. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and so, makes sense. Um, so I, I bought it because I, I could see, you can sort of see just in his face, like there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a cloud that wasn't there before, and I think it's largely a product of the training he's been through. Um, mm -hmm. and, and so, you know, it, it is one of these things. It's sort of like, okay, and just to use like a really sort of well-known example, the, the cave example where Luke Skywalker goes in and Yoda says, you only sort of bring in what you take with you. I think it's that kind of thing. That's what sort of the Anlashok sort of training is. That's what any of that kind of transformative training is. And so yeah. I think that's, 
that's sort of the darkness that he was bringing with him and you know he it only just it only just beat him like like he, you know if he was if if it wasn't something where it was like an impulsive thing that just happened in the moment he would have he would have kept it under control but because it was an impulsive thing that you know this opportunity presented himself and like you know his you know he was just operating purely on on impulse and like ooh my chance to get Delen you know it was, <laughs> it was uh you know but he immediately regretted the decision like like he walked away and like 10 feet later he he regrets this decision but he yeah. can't he can't undo the i mean there's no no he that. can't walk so back. he can't I, walk so I kind of like that part of it because that's one of those things where like I think everybody's had a moment in their life where they've done something and there's just no taking it back. And it's never yeah. it's well hopefully it's never that level. <laughs> but 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 like it's something that everybody could probably appreciate to a different degree even if it's just sort of blowing up at at somebody at the wrong time or something. But, yeah. Uh, when, when I tried to remember this episode, like midway through the season, I actually got this a bit mixed up with the episode where where Delenn's going back to Minbar and all the other religious cast people decide they're going to poison everyone on the ship. So these, these two episodes like conflated in my mind. So I, I kind of had this false memory of of like Lanier having done something more deliberate. So I, I was very pleased when I got to this episode. I'm like, oh, okay, there was just this accident and he tried to take advantage of it for a moment, you know? Yeah. He didn't actually like try and poison. You know, yeah, he didn't cause it. It, was a, it, was a regular, it wasn't like he planted the leak or anything like that. It was just, it was a leak that, and, we, and we've seen those kind of leaks happen on ships too. So it's not like, yeah. uh, it wasn't like, unbel- you know, it's like, okay, yeah, that happens. They, they've, they've established these kinds of accidents can occur. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, what I was, what, what confused me is this, from this point on, everything was just not at all what I was expecting in terms of where the show was going to go. And so, uh, I was expecting that the, the final episode was going to be all the, remember all the visions that we had of him in Londo's court sort of being captured. I thought we were going to find out how all that happened and that the betrayal was going to occur during that mission i i what i assumed was either sheridan ends up imprisoned because of lanier's betrayal or he ends up not getting uh rescued in the end or where he needs to be in the you know when he and delenn are leaving um because lanier betrays them or betrays him or something so i thought it was gonna i thought his betrayal was gonna have much more catastrophic results and it turned out to be fairly like in the grand scheme of things it's it, the the consequences for Sheridan are fairly minor, except for the fact that you know there's this rift now between him and Lanier. Like the, the you know the the consequences for Lanier, uh, Delenn, and Sheridan are huge on a personal level, but 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 Sheridan's not going to die because of it or anything. So no, no, and it's uh yeah, it it is a uh, I mean as far as what happens with Londo and what happens with Sheridan ultimately and all that kind of thing. There, it, it's all just kind of implied. You kind of piece the story together. It's like if you go back and watch the prequel again, which, you know, is, even though it's a prequel, it's really set on the night that Londo dies. And then you can, uh, you know, with him telling the story, you can go back and watch that. You can go back and watch uh, the second, if you watch the second half of War Without End, where it's the one where Sheridan jumps forward. If you, if you go back and rewatch those, you'll be like, oh, okay, you can kind of piece things together. And of course, you know, the thing with, with their son, you're like, after watching Sleeping in Light, you know what the thing with their son is, you know? So there's, you, you, you could piece together a lot of it, but he never actually 
you know, the show never tells you concretely the story. No, and and I, I have to say that is in keeping with how the show does things. It's one. It's again. It's sort of the um, uh, uh, Reservoir Dogs effect, where everybody always remembers the jewel heist that you never actually see. And so, yeah, I, I think there's a lot of that in this show, where there's things that you you think you remember, but you never actually saw them. They were just talked about, and like so. By the time we got to see the Psycor headquarters, I felt like I had already seen it, even though I don't think I had. And and yeah. so I think that was the case here. But I just was I just was so convinced that, that was going to be the final episode. So I I so <laughs> I thought it, I didn't realize they were going to take this winding down approach that they took. Um, yeah, that was why we, we discussed whether to do the finale as its own episode. I'm like, no, it's it's off a piece with, you know, these three episodes are a trilogy. This is just the, the winding down trilogy here. So I thought doing them as one one podcast was the way to go. And I, I did like the boardroom scene. I thought that was that was very in keeping with Garibaldi and that. Yeah, you know, I, I like I like the guy with the cigar. I mean, it was a little over the top, but it worked. The guy with the cigar who <laughs> he starts out in total control of things at the start of the scene, and then by the end, he's in. Uh, you know, Garibaldi has him in the palm of his hand, and uh, you know, I just thought that was a that was it was a nice sort of way to have Garibaldi's uh, story end. I mean, and we get more of it in the next episode, but but this is really yeah. where things kind of resolve with him. Yeah, so it, it's it's just a way of letting Garibaldi get his power back after having been a screw up for most of the season. He gets to it's like all right, he he gets to do one one last cool Garibaldi move before he he goes off into the sunset. Now, now, what did you think about the um the urn scene? Because that was that was a very confusing scene on a lot of levels. I thought um, not because it was a bad scene, just because there's a lot to sort of process. There's a lot of stuff going on. And, and, you know, Londo is obviously very conflicted, Um, but uh, but he's basically so what it seems like is going on is he's giving a a keeper to uh, to Sheridan's son to to basically he gives him an urn and says to give it to his son on his 16th birthday. And we and it's got one of those things that's on Londo's shoulder. Um, And and and, you know, Sheridan and Dylan have no idea. I would think they would be very skeptical of what's inside like i would have that thing scanned but then i'm a viewer so i'm naturally suspicious um but uh but also londo seems genuinely like he's trying like he i like he 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 asked for some wine during the yeah uh, during the thing and i think he was going to his plan going in i think was to put the sleeper the the, the, uh, keeper to sleep yeah. yeah and then and then and then warn them um yeah, and it's 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 a really plausible setup too. Why there's no alcohol? It's like they've set up all the way back in season one that yeah. that alcohol. It, it was almost kind of like a one-off joke in that scene with the episode with with uh, Londo and Lanier. But ultimately, ultimately, it's the thing that creates this huge tragedy down at the end, down at the final episode. And it and it's uh, and it's, it's the ultimate dry town. But like, uh, and it yeah. makes total sense. They wouldn't have out given if it if it if there's a substance that throws your people into psychotic rages, you're not going to have that substance on your planet. Um, no, no, so, you're like the Minbari, the orderly Minbari. You're yeah. definitely not going to have it around. Um, so, uh, but then Londo just kind of drops it. He does. He doesn't pursue. It. And I think because he doesn't want to attract the suspicion of the keeper. But it can it can lead you to think, oh, he just doesn't care. Um, yeah. But but then he makes that point where he's like, I just want you to know how how much you know you know yeah. this means to me. I forget what he said, but he basically was like, you know, this is like, you know, I, I really am cherishing this moment, no matter what happens. So um, 
So I thought I thought it was a it, it was a good scene because it wasn't satisfying. Like satisfying yeah, I know, result. I know. You're like, well, give him a drink, give him a drink. We want to have this this happy scene of them working together one more time. And, uh, and yeah, he's on the emotional. Londo is emotionally able to tell them how he feels about them, and he he really does care about them, but he can't do anything about it. And and we've only had and, and the thing is I like that they don't spell things out for you that they you know they assume you're smart enough to remember that Londo had mentioned in the in the flash forward scene about the drinking in the keeper and that there was yeah. a vague allusion to it with the region and that was about it and then at the yeah. end of the scene the only reminder you get is they give him a glass of wine but you don't necessarily know like if you're not if you haven't been paying attention you don't necessarily they don't explain that what the wine does they just say you've been good you can you know you you can have a reward and so. You know, you just might think, oh, there's a giving him like really good wine is a, you know, like in, uh, and so, yeah, so I thought it was, uh, um, I thought it was a really, uh, I don't know, it was a really effective moment in the show. Um, and it was pretty sad too, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, a tough, tough scene. And, uh, yeah, and I'd forgotten about that scene, to be honest. That completely slipped my mind. I, I didn't remember that we got one more Londo scene there. So I, that was enjoyable, having him pop up. Oh, yeah, because you had mentioned we, you, this might have been our last Londo scene. So, yeah, I was surprised because yeah. I was saying, okay, maybe it was our last Londo. Um, yeah. And so, uh, so this brings us to um, Sleeping in Light. Um, Sleeping in Light, yeah, yeah. Which... Uh, Yes, we we get the the final. It's it's the it's the reunion episode before uh, the show actually ends. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but it's only yeah, a partial I, reunion. It's only a partial reunion. Yeah, well, as the toast scene makes very heavily clear, not everyone is still around. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting because it's it you know you're, the events you thought were going to be the final episode they've already happened and they're they're alluded to slightly but it's like all that all that's been resolved you know it's like veer's the emperor now and londo's gone jakar's gone now now one thing i'm a little confused about and i don't know if this is ever explained but but why do jakar and londo fight what what is the purpose of that i think i think it's because i i i think londo spent all this time setting setting up whatever his plan in motion to get rid of the drock and he's He's the last. He, he with his keeper is basically the last, last element of power that the Drock have. And so Jakar killing him isn't them being enemies. Jakar coming in and killing him, and Londo killing Jakar in return. That's that's Jakar making his final sacrifice for their friendship. Going, okay, you've done it. You can die now. <laughs> and that's okay. it. Now then Veer can step in and, and clean up the mess. So okay. yeah, it's a, it's a mercy killing basically. Okay, yeah, that's I, that's my reading. I mean. No, that seems right. I just, I just was a little bit unclear. I wanted to kind of go back and check it again. In fact, because I was yeah, oh, check it again. It's, it's a lot more when you when you watch it with that intent, you can you can totally see it. Okay, yeah, I think <laughs> I'm going to. Um, but yeah, so I'm sorry. I, I think I interrupted you. You were um... no, that was a good good uh, digression there. But uh, uh, but yeah, the uh, the toast scene in that is a good scene where they're where they're having the. Uh, the dinner just talking about old stories and uh and veer gives his veer, you know veer giving his little talk about wando at the dinner and how even after all he did he, he still misses him that's a that's a uh 
one of my favorite gear moments in the show. So, so yeah, so and it, and it ends with him going to Babylon 5 to die, mm-hmm. basically. And Babylon 5 is being shut down. It's kind of a, like, I feel like they used to do this in shows, but maybe I'm just remembering, maybe I'm projecting. But I feel like a lot of shows ended with people turning off the lights. Is that... Am I, yeah, am I you correct? see, he was tur- you know, you know, it was turning off literally the guy flipping a switch to turn the lights in that episode. What was that? There, there, did you see who the guy who was literally the one flipping off was the it, lights? Was it was it one of the Mac and Bow guys? Because that's uh... it was Straczynski. It oh, was Straczynski. Okay, him making a cameo to turn the lights off. Okay, I didn't even know five. that. I I I I didn't. I I should have probably been paying attention to the guy that was actually shutting the lights off. But uh... yeah, yeah. So that was that was. Uh definitely on the nose there to be honest i probably wouldn't recognize him because i've only seen interviews of him like he's like he's only really been on my radar as a person since we started doing this and sure so i i've seen recent interviews of him but i haven't seen interviews from him from that period so okay um, okay so i'm assuming he probably looked different in the 90s uh um though maybe i don't know i'll go back and check and see Uh, (laughs) but uh yeah, I uh, it's it, I, I don't know I, I enjoy this episode. I mean it's just it is it is just winding down kind of a uh, a wrap up, but uh, I, I find it pretty satisfying. Yeah, another one in the dinner scene I like too. I like the part where uh, when they're when they're kind of doing naming off all the people that they're toasting. You know, I, I like the the touch of having uh, Franklin starting to say Marcus's name and and Ivanova jumping in on it because it's. Uh, you know, I, as you know, given given their connect connection, they both had to him, and uh, and Franklin's little kind of nod to her afterwards, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I found this, this this it's it's just kind of a satisfying way to wrap up the show because like as you said, there's it, the show's gone so epic at times. Going for a big finish, I I don't think would have worked. It's uh, yeah, I I would agree with you. Initially, when it first happened, I was I was annoyed because I was expecting it to go to that place that I thought it was going to go. But then, as I thought about, it, I was like, well, I've already got all of the basic components of that, so it would really be kind of more of a fan service to end it with that yeah. episode. And yeah. and maybe it's better to sort of you know have all these pieces that you kind of are putting together rather than you know seeing the entire like. There's just a few little. There's like 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 uh really thin gaps in the story there's there's not that much that you that you have to fill in yourself and so so i just i think if they had ended it with that with that mission and everything it it, it, it you could end up with like a prequel type situation do you know what i mean yeah like, like a little bit too much information um so i i i think i think it, i think it's i think it was good to go this way I, I don't know how I feel about him leaving Delenda behind, though, to go on his death walk to Babylon 5. Um, I agree. I, I I felt kind of bad about that. I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> I think, I mean, maybe that's like a, I, I don't know. I guess it depends on how, you know, like that. I just know that's not how that would go down in my family. Like, that's not how. They keep cutting to the land alone in the bad, too, just to make you even more, even more thinking, man, he should, he should be there. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's just a very cowboy way to kind of, uh, you know, sort of like, die, you know, like, I guess, I guess he doesn't want people to see him die. Is that sort of the, um, that's sort of oh. the, it's, the ending is ambiguous from a standpoint too, because at the end it's like, does he just die, or does does Lorian actually come back and take him to the rim or something? It's it's a very ambiguous ending. It's yeah. like, is 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 
is he truly dead or does he you know get get does he ascend up to heaven basically at the end it's uh it's it's yeah yeah so i wasn't I don't expecting lorian in that 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 surprised me that they you know i mean again it was a vision it wasn't clear what was going on um yeah. you know he could have just been dying but i i am inclined to think that maybe he is at the rim i don't know i i, I think that's to me that's a slightly more satisfying ending that he just dies but yeah it's, it's definitely the ending i if i would you know like <laughs> but uh it, yeah it doesn't it doesn't make it concrete completely but uh, uh but yeah i don't know and um but no i just felt bad for delenn sort of you know uh you know not being able to have like it, it feels like there's not that that's not really a good way to give her a closure on on his death um but she's Mimbari, yeah. so maybe she'll understand they're, they're a little bit more uh i think she's a little bit more down with that sort of thing so um, yeah yeah uh, i mean it's uh but also, it's, I don't know, because Mimbari, they have extensive rituals for everything. And so I would think that they would probably be more inclined to have something where, like, the body is, like, laid for, you know, a period of time. And, you know, like, I, I would imagine that if they, they treat, like, dinner as, like, a, a, you know, it has all these rites involved with it. And so how could death not have... Well, they did bring that up, though, because remember, they, the going to the sea thing, it's like Sheridan, they talk about it when they're in bed at one, at one point during that episode where he says he thinks going off would fit well with the Minbari concept of going to the sea. But, but wasn't you know? going to the sea when somebody, like, gets, like, a compulsion to go and wander? And, yeah, and so like I said, he's he, he, literally, it's like, you know, I mean... It's not basically Sheridan just leaves. He just goes to the sea, That's, and it's, oh, it's no, ambiguous. Oh, no, I got that, but, okay, so maybe I don't understand what going to the sea is, but my, my sense was that something where somebody, they, you, you, when you do the going to the sea thing, you do that knowing you have several years to sort of go and, and, and do this thing, and not every Mimbari would do that, I'm assuming. It's, oh, it's, oh, I, no, I got the assumption with going to sea that it's something you do at the end of your life where you just, you just leave. It's you're going off to do things you know at the end of your life kind of thing but, so. but that's what i'm saying but you're still but you still assume there's some time for you to do those things do you know what i mean oh yeah he's talking about but sheridan's talking about the perception because like no one no one it's not like it's public knowledge that he's he's dying oh, no, no i get that but what i'm saying but that was pure okay so so but the thing about that that bothered me is that was a purely strategic thing in order to ensure his memory left yeah. the impression that he wanted it to but i'm talking yeah. about the, the ritual aspect of dying and the ritual, yeah. like Glenn getting yeah. the closure she needs because her husband is dead. And so that... You're talking you know, about a purely, purely from yeah, Glenn's like, perspective. Like from a okay. political perspective, yeah, what he did was, like, that's a great sort of PR move, but, but like, I feel like it's not, I, I don't know, it feel like, you know, you, it just, it feels like a really cold way. For, it, 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 it further dehumanizes his character because it turns him into a public figure more than a personal figure for Delenn. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so yeah. What, what I want to see is I want to see when you have a big character like this, a return to the personal at the, at the end rather than a, <laughs> no, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, run with this even more and, and she's going to lose even more of him. Um, so, yeah, well, it, it, it uh, you know, it, it casts some of the stuff at the previous season ender in a new light, too, because, you know, there is kind of the accusation by the pundits in that, uh, that 
talk, you know, on the on the on the on the show that they have in the future, a hundred years in the future or whatever, where they're they're accusing, you know, oh yeah, well Sheridan disappeared, but that was just a PR move to, you know, <laughs> make it look like he ascended. And it's like and then we, we get this scene in this episode of Sheridan going, hmm, it would be a shrewd political move <laughs> if I <laughs> So it's which which I like. I actually like that they added a layer of complexity to that. No, you know, it's not you, it's not bad. I don't want to say that I'm complaining about the show. What I'm complaining about is Oh, the, I don't think you are yeah no i this is me as a viewer saying i you know i want there to be i i you know like i i i i i am it's making me feel something and that's that's all i really ask of shows and movies is is they make me feel something and so the show this this finale made me feel things and that's important that so that was good um i i just was very resistant to him going like the whole time he's on babylon 5 i'm thinking you should be back on Mimbar with 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 the, the <laughs> yeah. and and so yeah. you know it's it's uh it, and so I just couldn't accept the closure the show was trying to bring me to. Um, it yeah. was again I don't think that's bad. I think you know like I didn't like like you know to use another famous example like the Seinfeld uh, finale. I I love the Seinfeld finale even though I didn't want them to go to jail. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. It, it's that kind of a thing. I uh, though this I don't think is is. This isn't is in contrast to what the viewers want. I think a lot of viewers would have been fully on board with him going to Babylon Five. It wasn't I like... could give my review of the Seinfeld finale, definitely, but I think that would be way off topic. Yeah. So I'll talk to you after the show. Yeah, that's that. that's but, a good uh... idea. That's a good idea. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I uh, you know another another thing I another thing we didn't talk about in a previous episode though. I like I like Talon becoming the new. Uh, the new new Jakar, new uh, Narn ambassador Jakar appointing him. That was a uh, nice moment from a previous episode yeah. we didn't get to. I like that. I like that. He was a uh, he was a good fit. And um, I don't know something about anytime we have any Narn stuff. I like really want to <laughs> go and watch uh, Alien Nation again, uh, <laughs> both the series and the movie. And and I also uh, you know like like I I don't know I, I just I just can't get those. The 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 dot. I think it's the dots on the head that are really sort of, uh, you know, bringing that. But but for some reason with that character in particular, I really notice it. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I I don't know. I I I know what you're saying, and I mean it's it's interesting that this show. There, there, there are there are interesting things in this finale. Like, for example, you know, there's absolutely no intention to carry on Babylon Five as a series, but they they go they go to a lot of trouble to kind of set up. Here's the new cast kind of thing, which there there's never any plan, but you get the whole new Babylon Five kind of lineup and everything, even though, you know, as if as if they were going to continue it, but they aren't. So there's. There, there are there are kind of strange elements to it as far as wrapping up the show. It makes it it works very hard to show you that nothing actually is coming to an end. <laughs> yeah, that's well, except Babylon Five. the The station is uh, well, yeah, turned off. yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm thinking I'm, I'm kind of jumping back an episode. I'm thinking to the episode, the previous one when we're we're ending the time frame the series talks in. Yeah, not the not the actual twenty years later framework. Yeah, but but even there, the alliance is still a thing. So it's just the yeah. Babylon. It's just not based of. And also, also, it would be kind of a bad idea to 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 continue. Babylon Five is kind of a sitting duck in a lot of ways. And so yeah, you probably don't want the alliance there. You I probably want them that. on a on a home planet somewhere. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. 
And uh, but yeah, Ivanova. We haven't talked about Ivanova yet. And uh, I I think it's interesting that this episode, you know, the final episode was filmed at the end of the previous season. But I think it fits really well with the way the show went with her ending up leaving because you know, kind of the. The, the position we see her in in this episode is she's gone back to Earth and she's just kind of isolated and she doesn't feel connected to anything. And it's kind of it's kind of her getting the ranger job is her being brought back into the fold after having been left. It's her returning. And I I, I think I think it almost works. I mean, obviously, we don't know what would have happened if she'd stayed on the show, but it, it works really well with what what uh, what we did see. No, it did. And and the other thing I was thinking about it, because the epilogue is 20 years later, they could get away with with doing more stuff um, with that character and Delenn, given where they left things. Do you know what I mean? Like if they wanted to, yeah. they probably won't. But if they wanted to do like if like he got suddenly inspired to do like a string of episodes, they could they could do that. Um, and yeah, and now could. would actually be you a pretty could. appropriate time. I, I mean, it's a, it's a little bit longer than twenty years, right? Is it? Is it? Or when did when when did this episode? Uh, air? it's just about twenty years. Let's see, this aired in uh, nineteen ninety eight. So yeah, we're we are we are twenty years ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I thought it worked. I thought it, I thought it worked for the reasons that you said. And yeah, I was yeah. Um, so uh, so yeah, so um. So yeah, so I don't know. I, I thought I thought it was a it was a nice episode. I was initially uh, resistant, but I, but I but I but I but I sort of yeah. warmed up to what they were doing, and I realized this was a I don't know a good way to end the series. I thought I would have liked to see more Jakar in the finale. I think that was the thing that I was I was most sad about. Um, but uh, but yeah, I thought I thought it worked, and I thought I thought the the last three episodes again. I was. I was really surprised where it went. I was not. I, for some reason, I, I thought they were going a totally different direction at the end of the season. Um, yeah, that's that's the reason I kind of give the warning. I'm like, it's not. You know, I mean, big things, huge things did happen as far as the Centauri War and all that stuff. It's not like nothing happens, but it's not. It's, you know, if you're expecting the finish to be a big thing, mm. I, 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 I was a little disappointed the first time I watched the show, and the second time I watched it. Knowing that, I just I really enjoyed these episodes. Knowing, taking them for what they were. So, but, but yeah. So I don't know. Any other thoughts? Um, we, we, uh, as far as as far as you not you know you, you know Jakar not being in the last episode, and you feel wishing there had been more. I I kind of like that to an extent because it's like it really really makes you miss Jakar more. Him being gone from the last episode, you know, it's uh, it's. You know, I don't know. Like I said, I would, I would, would have liked more of them, but no, no. I, I and, like and, it, and and given the timeline, they kind of had to. They didn't have any choice. Like they couldn't, you know. Um, no, it, it would have, it would have been a cheat to bring them in. Um, and Jakar, and Jakar pretty much got an episode mostly dedicated to him, you know, saying goodbye to Jakar. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, th- I I thought that worked, and I like I liked where things went with him and Lita. And and I like that they left it a little bit unclear exactly how that is going to work out. You don't really, you know. Um, now, do we know what happened to Lita? Um, that was something that I wasn't a hundred percent sure of. Uh, no, nope. we don't. We don't find out her ultimate fate. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's in the Psycor novels, or maybe it's in the uh, the the Centauri novels. But I uh, 
I I don't know of uh, ultimately what happens to her. It's kind of a mystery. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah. So I, I mean, again, this is uh, you know, I'm I'm really glad I watched the show. It's it's really kind of like it's a show that you're really sort of upset when it ends because there's no more. Um, I know. <laughs> so uh, so I guess that just means I got to go back and rewatch, and you know, I can. I'm, I'm sure there's a lot to be gained on 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 watching it again. So. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought this was this was wonderful. Uh, I, I I would highly recommend this series to anybody that likes science fiction. Um, I think it's a uh, I think I think it was a really well done show, and it got just the right blend of like good writing, but also enough fun stuff that I didn't like get <laughs> bored with it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes yeah. they get so hung up on the good writing that they forget to make it fun. And and so I liked that there was still fun elements throughout the show, and and so I think I think part of that is the product of the time it was made in. It was you know it was made before, you know, shows were so focused on being exceptional Super writing, it's... and yeah. uh, and and you know uh, and so I think uh, I think sometimes you know, uh, the the I, this like I think sometimes the goal of 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 this is going to be like well well written is is almost like uh can take you down paths that aren't that don't don't always lead to uh to the most enjoyable stuff to 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 watch or read so uh you know i think i think uh so i guess what i'm saying is it's not pretty it's not overly pretentious even though it's really well written um and i think i think that you know this is still kind of like a you know you you don't you you don't have you can you can just enjoy it because it's fun and 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 i think that's uh you know it's an entertaining show but it's also a show where you feel like like you said there's a lot of stuff where you can say oh this stuff lines up so well like wow that was really amazing um but you don't have to notice that to enjoy the show like you there's there's plenty of stuff between those two things that'll hold your interest and keep you entertained Um, yeah and it's this is my third time watching the show from beginning to end and it's it really is interesting how it, uh, how it, the themes in it and everything, you know, having watched it in three kind of separate historical little eras within my lifetime, it's like it's, it's got it's got different things that that seem very significant every time I watch it. It it, all, it always seems relevant, but in relevant different different ways during different times I've watched it, which is which is impressive. That's not an easy thing to do. And so. Um... Yeah, so uh, we we are having a, an approaching storm, so we are going to have to wrap it up here. But mm-hmm. um, I uh, yeah, I think I think this was great, and we are uh, we are still going to continue with you know. If people may forget, this is like part of a regular show. Me and Adam do, and we just happen to start watching Babylon Five. <laughs> and so uh, so we're going to be back on with uh, Return of Condor Heroes, the two thousand six series, uh, probably next week sometime. Uh, but before that, we're going to do a palate cleanse. And what's the mm-hmm. movie? Outland? Is that the name of the movie? Outland is the movie, yes. So it's a Sean Connery film. I don't know when we're going to do it, but it'll be you know sometime between now and, and next week. And uh, and we also have an ad- another edition of Game Lab coming up. So Oh, and on Friday, we're doing Shadow Whip. So we have the, uh, the Shadow Whip movie. And yeah. Um, and yeah, so just you know, keep, uh, you know, uh, keep listening, and, and we'll uh, talk to you later. 